Ruth, and welcome back to the podcast, Ruth's Truths. I'm really, really excited for you to listen to this episode, but I have to remind you, everything that I'm saying in this episode is based on my experiences, my thoughts or opinions, and at the center of all of that is just my truths. Whether or not you can agree or relate to it, I hope you simply just enjoy it. Let's get into the episode. happy that I started labeling these episodes confessions because I really feel like there's a lot of things that I'm about to really confess about college and COVID that I probably wouldn't in a normal conversation. I really can't talk about one without the other so that's just what this is. I wanted to hit on a little bit of my experience related to how COVID affected me as a college student and then just you know regular college garbage. garbage. Probably later in the episode you know the regular like What's my major? major? What's my college college life like? like? The pros and cons of being a communications, just like that is going to be in the second half. But also a little bit of personal things like how it is to be an introvert in a very extroverted environment. But before we get into what college is right now, I want to talk about college pre-stay-at-home orders and how everything kind of went down with us being kicked out because of covid on march 11th we got an email and this was kind of in the time of like we're aware that covid is a genuine thing we're aware that coronavirus is kind of around like there are some celebrities that have got it some people are talking about how tom hanks and his wife have got it and they're fine (laughs) so it's not that big a deal um and a lot of it was like being very downplayed and it was like it's fine it's gonna be fine So the email that we got was, you know, kind of just like a campus newsletter that tells you about the events. On March 11th, our campus newsletter said word for word. I copied and pasted this because I wanted to get it really, you know, correct. I wanted you to know where the college campus headspace was at at the very beginning and how I thought things were going to go. So they said, for now, all campus events, classes, and programs will continue as scheduled. So I didn't think we had anything to worry about. I go to a really, really small college, like a very small college. So I was just kind of thinking, you know, even though coronavirus is kind of happening, maybe the big colleges will get shut down and things will go online. Cause I think at that point, some people were talking about it, but it wasn't, you know, a known thing. People weren't like, oh my gosh, we'll definitely, we'll definitely have, to have, to have to leave. And we just got an email confirming that, you know, campus events, programs will be scheduled as usual. We're going to take our precautions, blah, blah, blah. That was March 11th. They told us, hey, despite the rumors, we're just going to keep continuing and just keep going as regular. Don't even, don't even freak out about it. And then on March 12th, they said, <laughs> just, just kidding. kidding completely redact that we were so incorrect now get out and i'm just kidding they didn't say that they said residential students are asked to move out of their residence halls by sunday march 5th by 5 p.m residential international students will be allowed to stay on campus through may 4th so students who live more than six hours away can request an extension to make appropriate travel arrangements which is me because my parents live in north dakota so this all hit us like a brick because just it wasn't even 24 hours within the time that they sent the email of 
for now we're gonna continue on with classes, campus events, and programs. Like I was on the phone telling my family like, it's fine, mom and dad, like you don't even have anything to worry about. I'm not, I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> and then they were like, <laughs> get out. And that really just shook everything up. I remember reading the email cause we got it, I think at like 7 a.m. And I remember talking about it with my roommate getting ready for class like this is crazy this does not feel real this feels like it's straight out of thriller because you know how thrillers always have those stupid things that happen just out of the blue where it's like this has never happened before what are we supposed to do what the heck are we supposed to do we're supposed to just get our stuff together after it took us multiple days to set up (laughs) okay sure it just didn't feel like it should have been happening and it was insane anyways even though i could have had my little extension and filled that out and then been out a few days later i decided to move nearby to the place where i graduated high school and stay with my brother and sister-in-law and you know what's crazy is my brother and sister-in-law live directly across the street from where my parents used to live and i used to think they were crazy for doing that (laughs) sorry mom dad Sarah and Caleb but I was like I definitely couldn't do that I can't (laughs) I can't live super close to the place where I had just spent my college breaks I if I graduate school I'm going to want to go far away I'm gonna want to try to live in in a different place and I just was like why the heck would they want to come to find out a few years later I would be staying in their place (laughs) and it's so convenient for me because I had graduated from that town and all the places that I had known were in that city and it was so it was so nice for me if I had known I wouldn't have found those those thoughts years and years ago so I got to stay in the place where I graduated high school But it kind of felt useless because this summer was really depressing. Oh my goodness, wow. I didn't expect to have all the feelings that I eventually, you know, had. And, you know, I actually don't hate isolation. I think some things are great that can come out of it. But long periods of isolation, especially when you never planned on it, are really hard to deal with because there's no precedent of how to handle it successfully. Like you're really just going day by day and figuring out what you wanna do. And I think socially it blew up because as a whole nation, we're not all gonna respond the same exact way. And a lot of people were like, it's fine, it's nothing. And some people were like, no, stay at home, really just. Uh, minimize the spread and I'm a minimize the spread type of person like if you could all just stay home and do anything you want to do and get through this as as easily as possible like if we all were isolated for a certain amount of days it probably would have reduced the spread like crazy anyways I was one of those people and I didn't get a job for the first couple months that COVID had happened I didn't get a job for any of the months of COVID had happened what am I talking about I only got a job this past these past few weeks and it really sucks to be somebody who's very productive be somebody who works two jobs be somebody who's in school to have to be in school but in the same controlled environment that you're not used to and to not be working at all because I was a babysitter at the time 
that COVID had hit and then I just had to, you know, stop watching them because they had, they didn't have any school. They were staying at home. I didn't have any school. I was staying at home. So to be taken out of my normal routine abruptly, it was really awful. And I think for a lot of people, it was much more tangible because they kind of went back to their parents' house. Even though I could have gone to my parents' place, they live in a whole other state that I am not familiar with. And I feel really grateful to have lived with my brother and sister-in-law. But it just, I know a lot of people felt like a burden because I've had definite conversations with other people who had were kicked out of college and COVID and didn't get to go back with their parents and had to stay with people. It feels like an option that you had to take and yet (laughs) even though like people are being nice and like offering their home to you it feels like you kind of forced yourself upon them as well and it's rough to deal with so getting my academics done getting school done was really really hard because it felt really really depressing not knowing what you were going to do for the next few months my summers have always looked the same pretty much i work a job or two i maybe was gonna have a class i was gonna see my friends from high school i had everything sorted out and to be taken out of to be taken physically out of school early but to still have to do school and be in a semi-new environment wow there is no way to write how to properly do that there is no precedent that has been set in order for things to be you know successful and i felt like there was a lot of pressure to be productive in quarantine it's quarantine we're in quarantine because we are not trying to get a virus you're trying to prevent getting a virus i read this one post that viral and it was like if you don't come out of covid with at least four new skills you fail I wasn't like four I'm exaggerating but it was like if you don't come out of call if you don't come out of covid with such such and such if you don't have new talents if you don't blah 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 it's not a boot camp for a nationwide talent show it is quarantine and it has never really happened before <laughs> so honestly I was feeling a lot of pressure to like do a bunch of things and I shouldn't have felt that because we're in a pandemic and nobody knew what to do and everybody's situation is different but for a minute honestly i felt a lot of comfort in the unity that we all shared but from the comfort in the unity that we all shared i was like oh no but now i'm not doing enough because i feel like other people are doing multiple things and they're kind of at the same exact place that i'm at also i just didn't feel confident enough to go outside and to want to do anything because around that time i feel like a lot of news outlets were either completely like downplaying it or they were like if you go out you're definitely putting yourself at risk to die if you go out and you don't have hand sanitizer in your purse car pocket anywhere accessible and if you wash your hands for less than 20 seconds you're probably gonna die like that's just that's what the vibe (laughs) the vibe the vibe of the news outlets also this is like random this is stupid stop saying vibes at every end of your instagram caption like i feel like i saw like three girls 
who were, you know, it was the first day of school and they were like, first day of school vibes. There is no first day of school vibes. It is your legitimate first day of school. There's no vibes about it. It's the, ev anyways. <sighs> um, the vibe that I was getting was that if I wasn't insanely protective, which insanely protected which at this time at the beginning of covid masks weren't a requirement for a lot of places so it just kind of felt like you were risking it if you were going to go outside really though it felt like news outlets were talking about the current state of covid the way that health teachers talk about the way that health teachers vaguely hit on sex in the sex unit during school <laughs> although i had a really good teacher but I feel like we could have compared like masks to condoms because not a lot of people were wearing masks <laughs> and being protective. Like remember that one scene from Mean Girls where it was like, don't go out or you'll die. Cause you know, in that one scene they're like, don't have sex cause if you have sex, you'll get pregnant and then you'll die. Like it felt like that. If you don't do this extreme, you're going to have this extreme consequence. That was my takeaway for like the first month of quarantine, I'd say. We've never been through this kind of a thing, so I was super nervous and I didn't want to do anything but stay home. There's nothing bad that can come from staying home and isolating yourself, except for your, what had happened to me. I, I thought that there was nothing bad, but mentally, the, t the wear and tear that it had on me was uh, hard. Because you couldn't do anything but go to Zoom University and read stories about celebrities who got COVID. I also wanted to say super formed on exactly what had happened. So I was watching a bunch of vi videos like my experience with COVID-19. Because I wanted to know like if I got it, what would it be like? And it just sounds horrible. I used to have asthma, which I don't know if I really had. Because every time my mom brings it up, she's like, yeah, when you were younger... <laughs> you borderline had asthma what the heck is borderline having asthma i either want to have it or i don't <laughs> um but i remember struggling to breathe and one of the main symptoms is that you're going to struggle to breathe and that your lungs are probably going to have damage from it and i was just like no that's definitely not going to be me if i just stay in the apartment it fully decreases my chances by a lot um but it was kind of at that point where like I kind of just believed everything and I know it's not a big it's not as big as a deal as it was made out to be in the beginning but it really felt like that just because you know we'd never seen anything like this before so it was like what the heck <laughs> fast forward to now fast forward to past stay-at-home orders I'm back at school and I'm really happy to be here I only have one job though <laughs> well I'm really thankful that I even have one job and I have a pretty light schedule this semester, which I can kind of appreciate, but I would just like another. So if you guys hear of any admin jobs, I'm trying to get more jobs related to my major so I can build up my resume. Cause I have a bunch of childcare jobs and it's the one down thing about my, the one negative thing about my um, resume. Oh, if you're my employers listening to this to see if I'd be a good fit, there is no downside to my resume. My resume is perfect. But anyways, I have a bunch of childcare jobs and I feel like I need to get some jobs that are actually in communication. I just feel like I need to do a lot of things all the time to feel like I'm worth anything, any of the time, any of the times. 
just kidding that was really dark but I feel more pers- I feel more purposeful when more purpose is given to me by somebody else I don't know what it is and I'm really happy that I have this podcast this podcast was a product of COVID I don't think that if I had a regular summer I would have picked this up again because this kind of was brought up because my sister brought up how I should talk about certain things because I would always go on Instagram rants but here I am ranting in real life but that brings me to some of the aspects of college that I really like I'm gonna split this up I think into two different aspects academic and social aspect of college that have impacted me and I'm definitely missing some sort of aspect like I know it's not just the social and academics like physical emotional uh, like I know emotional kind of goes with social though I'll say extracurriculars like jobs and activities either in or outside of college maybe I don't know if I'm gonna hit on that because most of the things that have stood out to me are academic and social so let's hit on the first the only reason why college is even here is the academics um I guess just what I'm studying in general I don't want to say the academics because that kind of feels intense the academic side of what I like about college but I'm gonna do a conversation style just because that's how I'm used to I feel like anytime you bring up yeah I'm a college student this is how this is how it goes so I'm just gonna repeat it but kind of make it more confession type like this isn't gonna be like the typical things that I say to somebody because that's not interesting that's not fun like that's what I say when I'm at my wit's end (laughs) some of these questions have been asked to me some of these I've definitely picked out from movies or books or videos um some I've heard other people saying or asking and then some I've just kind of thought so question number one where do you go to school i don't know if i should say what school i go to i've definitely said it before in a podcast but you know what the other day this man walked up to me and he was like are you african and i was like i am and i started telling him about my life why the frick would i do that and i told him about this podcast why the heck would i do that and then i really i didn't realize he was like openly recording me when I was telling him about my podcast and I was like frick so I'm like really hesitant now to give out certain details because I don't want to put myself at risk but anyways to give you an idea of the context of the school that I go to I go to a small Christian liberal arts school which there are a hundred so if you can figure it out good for you um I chose a small Christian art school because i am a small christian artist that was supposed to be a joke but i kind of like that explanation it's really cute (laughs) so i wanted to go to a small school because i don't like the idea of a big school honestly i came from a semi-big high school shout out to wheaton north high school even though my experience was trash i definitely did not have a good time but i recommend i just don't feel like i need to meet a group of new people every single day for real I love a small, intimate learning environment, and I just don't want to run into new people weekly. Especially with moving around a lot, I crave knowing a certain amount of people. Why the heck do I constantly want to reintroduce myself to new people when I just did that for a week straight my freshman year? I don't know. But also I like going to a Christian campus because I don't 
I I love knowing that majority of people kind of have similar beliefs and especially as a comm major like I like drifting towards people who are in my major because we kind of have the same passions not every single time definitely not every single time some comm majors really irritate me (laughs) but overall going to a Christian campus is a nice feeling because I like the community that it brings. I just like community. Like I want to feel a part of a community and I don't feel like at a big at a big college I would have been able to do that. Next question. What's your major? My major is communications with a minor in photography. I used to be a photography major because honestly photography will always be my number one passion. The amount of required classes, the amount of required art classes that really do not relate to what I want to do is crazy. (laughs) Um, So then why communications? What do you want from that? Why study something that every other person is studying? And it's fair. A lot of people are studying communications for real. It's kind of one of those things where it's like business, like Not a lot of people have a passion for business because business is a really convenient major. Anyways, I remember I when I was thinking about switching majors, I had remembered I loved my speech classes in middle school and high school. But also, I wish I could remember his name. One of my high school teachers told me that I had a gift in speaking and um, kind of really took that to heart so then I was like let me just keep it as my minor I don't think I want to do anything with it because I love photo and I so badly wish I could make a full living off of my passion which is photography but I switched just because I said like all these art classes I was taking just weren't really fulfilling me (sighs) Um, but I've always loved calm I think as well as me when he went to small, small community college because I moved to community, community college. Community, community school, community, 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 community period. Um, I feel like I've developed a lot of skills of talking to different people and people groups every time I've moved around. And being a pastor's kid, but also a missionary kid, you have to talk a lot, especially if your parents are very social. My parents are pastors and pastor's wife. Like, I'm consistently meeting new people so I've been forced to have good people skills but along the way of having good people skills I've developed that I kind of like talking about certain subjects and not always myself I mean I have a whole entire podcast based on my truths my experiences and my thoughts so I do like talking about myself but the topic of communications is so interesting because you really do use communications in your everyday life and there's so much that you can do with that. But also, so many things are brought up with communication that people I feel like don't understand. If you listen to the interview where I interrogate my boyfriend, which by the way, I spelled interrogation wrong <laughs> on my interrogation of my boyfriend featuring his mom. And nobody, and nobody told, told me. me. Do I not have a single supportive person that is going to back me up for real? Ugh. <laughs> I fixed it now. It's the right spelling of interrogation. But for like five days, I had the episode as the interrogation. And I spelled interrogation with an A. Both A's. Yikes. 
Um, in that episode, um, me and Chris's mom were talking about how we both loved communication because you can use it in your everyday life. And he was like, why use it? <laughs> why study why it if it's, if it's in, in your everyday, your everyday life? life? I understand what he was saying. Like, why use it if it's so... Why study if it's so casual? Why go to four years of school if you're going to do something every single day and honestly I think a lot of people think that but not a lot of people say it I even think about it sometimes I'm like do they think that I'm that I just don't have a passion because I'm just saying that I study calm (laughs) because I think that when I hear business majors and people are like yeah I'm a business major I'm like you're a sheep you don't have any passions of your own anyways (laughs) I couldn't think of the proper response of why I like calm and why I wanted to study it then because I'm just not a good communicator communicator. (laughs) just kidding just because I've just had time to think it over but honestly why I love communications is because you can definitely be a good communicator outside of studying it but learning about the fundamentals the psychology and the sociological sociological aspects of why it's important to use your communication skills is very important in itself especially when it comes to you know personal or well in my case professional setting it's something i will always dedicate my time to like in school or not like i feel like i'm always trying to work on the craft of communication i also just love my communication and speech focused classes you ever just sit in classes that you really like you really like and you're with other people who are like goofballs or who just don't take it seriously and they kind of like distract from the agenda of the whole class or they say something stupid and you're like oh my god i hate this i hate this because i love the topic so much and it needs to be given the time that it deserves i don't think that i'm better than anybody at all as a whole i don't think that you can be fully better than anyone in ev- in any way in every way i mean like there are people who are better than me at multiple things but I sit through a lot of calm classes and I'm like oh my gosh why is everyone so incompetent (laughs) I'm gonna sound like garbage people are gonna think I'm actual garbage (laughs) I know some people are gonna identify with me on that sometimes I just sit in these classes and I'm so passionate about the topic and I want to you know like be with people who are as passionate and as focused and sometimes it drifts and you're just like i hate honestly though some of my favorite classes related to calm have been persuasion and oral interpretation which have really really helped me with understanding the fundamentals of persuasion because you really do use the idea of persuading somebody in a lot of communication like sales i used to be a sales associate at furry babies (laughs) But persuasion is in a lar- large part of sales. Persuasion is in a large part of what's something else that's kind of calm-based. Um, HR, human resources, but also PR, and also just a lot of things that I'm kind of interested in. And then oral interpretation is kind of just the creative side, which I really appreciate how to communicate creatively. Communications has definitely helped me with developing my interpersonal relationships to where I feel like I can be more productive with getting what I want and need by learning how to communicate it but also professionally getting what I want because I don't know exactly what I want to do and what job I want to have 
but I do know that this is something that I want to study for as long as possible. I wish I had some clear plan. Chris is really good. Like if you heard our um, interrogation, he can give you his major, what he wants to do with it and what companies he wants to work at. I can only give you my major and what I would like to study from it. And I kind of think it's fine. I'm a junior. So finding jobs related to comm isn't necessarily my focus right now, but I'm interested in some comm related things. Just like this podcast. Like I don't think I would have a podcast if I wasn't into calm but also I think with a lot of people who doubt calm is like a very serious thing they just don't know like how to they don't know what calm is useful for and I think if I wasn't a calm major I would study psychology because I think psychology is interesting I just don't want to use it (laughs) at all I would rather learn about psych related things and take some psych classes i'm taking intro to psych right now i'm so sad that i'm just now taking this because i probably can't take another one and calm and psych really go hand in hand today in one of my calm classes we just went over the cognitive schemata if you know about that it's the four components of perception we use to evaluate people i think it's really important to know the ins and outs of why we communicate or how we communicate and we need calm majors for that I know I just like spent the last five minutes kind of persuading you like why I'm valid but it's kind of just a part of the episode like I love calm and I want everybody to know about it and I want people to know why I feel like since going since coming to college I've gotten really into school and just academics in general because you never stop learning and honestly I highly recommend a college education to anyone who isn't pursuing it or if you're confused on whether or not you want to if you are a high school student right now listening to the podcast which I think is like four percent of my audience so like barely anybody (laughs) you can never have too much knowledge on one subject unless you just don't have a passion for it then it's like okay you can definitely be overloaded on something that you just don't want to know about my intro to psych professor brought up something so interesting in our class i think it was yesterday and i really loved it it was about how education is unfair (laughs) which i love education is so unfair because this was the example that he brought up shout out to dr curry we don't even talk he doesn't even know i have a podcast i will never tell him this i will never tell anybody i think on campus that doesn't know me already that i have a podcast i'm not that i'm not that self-plugging of a person like i'm not a shameless plug person i'm a shameful plug anyways he said that education is unfair because you could study something for your whole entire life for years upon years or you could study something for a year let's say at like a minimum a few months and then you could dedicate your time into having that knowledge be written into a book or an article or an informational podcast not this type of a podcast like an informational podcast that could have taken you years to get the knowledge of it's unfair because it took you that amount of time to do it or let's say somebody wrote a textbook took you that amount of time to write a textbook and then it's consumed and people know just as much as you know but within one hour it's unfair but i love participating in the unfair system that is education um this is gonna sound really bad on my part but i personally prefer having 
friends who are college focused not saying like they can't be friends if you're not college focused but i like being around people who like figure out what they want to study and realizing like there's no downside to getting an education besides the money that it takes to pursue one and even then it's always worth it the idea that loans are you know hard you have to pay them back one day but the idea that we can have even have loans to go to school and to acquire all this knowledge is amazing 100% worth it I know school I know in high school they always stress education as if it's the only option you can have to be successful and it's definitely not true but honestly the pressure to get an education I think is kind of necessary you think teachers and counselors teach you basic things for you not to go and use them potentially to the best of your capabilities absolutely not if you choose the workforce then it's admirable because some careers don't require an education and you're kind of wasting your time if you do choose to pursue an education when you could just do what you want to do without it but i really think that even though some people complain about like how teachers really stress college education i think it's completely necessary and it makes sense for the push on education to come from education <laughs> You know, like if you're in high school and a teacher's like, you should do blah, 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 and study blah, blah, blah. Um, and like majority of people are saying that it only really makes sense. It feels kind of weird saying this now because I didn't love high school. I wasn't passionate about learning in high school up until my junior and senior year. I was really depressed and I was very unmotivated because of the environment that I was in up until the last two years. And I really did not do well in school. I loved speech, my English classes, and being a part of yearbook. And all the things that came with that and all the things that I had interest in. But honestly, I think if you have a hard time socially, it can be really, really hard to thrive academically. I think I'll make an episode on high school alone and bring on one of my friends from high school because the entire, that's that's an entire topic on its own, for real. I don't think I was, honestly, I didn't think that I was that smart in high school just because I wasn't motivated and just because I didn't really fit in or I wasn't like the example of all the other smart kids, kids who were involved in multiple things, kids who, seemed to be in stable environments and kids who like were thriving and having like amazing grades i like was really really discouraged by that and i was like i must not be smart if i'm really struggling in a lot of aspects of my life that other people are not struggling in and i love college because i was waiting for high school to end and for me to get to college because i knew i just would thrive here honestly i know a lot of people that we're not that great in high school because it's a controlled environment and you don't really get to choose your high school. It's cool if you love your high school, but for a lot of people, you kind it's kind of just the most convenient place that you're placed in. If you don't get to choose um, homeschooling or online school, then you kind of just have to go to the nearest. It's really hard to be in that, but I love the independence that the college has brought me. So moving on to the social aspect of college and what college has had to, I was about to say offer me, no what the heck, 
I'm not that kind of person. What college has done for me, or what I've realized now that I'm in college, as somebody who hated high school, also really connect with people who say they hate high school, because I just feel like we're on, <laughs> we're just on some other level. Like if you hated high school, I feel like a lot of people are very like realistic, very like mature, very, I think more independent people are attracted to college and didn't like high school because it is definitely a place where it's very extroverted in the sense that if you're involved in a lot of things, you will get ahead. But if you don't wanna be involved in a lot of things and you wanna be more independent, it's not really there for, it's not really supportive of that. I love that in college, you can thrive as an individual. You can manage your own time on campus as well as your own extracurricular activities and that your extracurricular activities can help you build your work experience, but not only your work experience, maybe some academic experiences as well. I love having off-campus jobs. I've had one on-campus job. I was working at the campus post office, which I totally forgot about, um, and that was really fun. I felt like I got to know some people around the campus and I felt more included. I felt more part of the community, I'll say. So I get the push for wanting to be in your community. I don't feel like I need to though. I was just thinking about this the other day, but when I was growing up, I moved pretty much nearly every two years, sometimes every three years, if I was lucky, <laughs> yikes. And so every time I got into a new environment, it would become less and less exciting because it just became more and more of a chore to not only introduce myself, but to make friends with people because like, I feel like the more that I grew up, the more I was coming, becoming more and more selective. And now I'm super selective and I'm super picky about who I want around me because I know who will stay and who will accept me as a person. And I feel like that's kind of a small group of people. So honestly, I'm not really involved in a lot of campus type things just because I don't feel like I need that to thrive. That kind of leads me to my next point of being introverted in an extroverted space. The college campus experience, no matter what college campus you go to, I'm making a huge generalization, but I think a lot of college campuses are extroverted and it's fine that it's that way. But if you're not an extrovert, it's kind of hard to want to be around other people like that. So it kind of makes you feel like you're, it looks like you, there's something wrong with you if you don't want to constantly go to campus events and you, aren't always jumping at the chance to get to know people. Like if you see me and I'm alone, I love my alone time. Also, I'm very selective. So it's really hard for me. I felt really bad about not wanting to make a lot of friends my freshman and sophomore year. Like I kept telling my roommate, I was like asking my roommate for validation being like, is it fine that I do this, this and this? Is it fine that I'm not constantly seeking people out? Which I, I should have just been like, it's fine because you don't need a lot of friends. And I've come to the conclusion that I don't need more friends. I legitimately, if I have one more person in my life that I need, I need counseling <laughs> or I need a therapist, which also, my campus, please make counseling free. The first session is count, of counseling is free, but after that, they make us pay which doesn't make any sense because the first session of counseling is always a get to know you session so they're kind of like manipulating you into spending more money anyways okay so with 
COVID and everything going on, there's a bunch of regulations and rules that my small, super small college campus has to follow, such as the cafeteria only has a max of 50 people that are allowed in it, and then after that, they cap it, and you essentially have to buy this $10 box that you purchase every single semester, and it's kind of, it's essentially just a reusable lunchbox that every student gets. I love them. <laughs> I love having a box because I don't like finding people to sit with at lunch that I wouldn't normally sit with. So if you really want to have lunch with me, then we can just take our boxes and go somewhere else. Or you can just sit in the dorms. But that's how COVID is treating the cafeterias. And I like it. I do. Because I just love taking my box and doing anything else. Another thing is we're not allowed to have other people outside of our roommates in our dorm. And yet our floor lounge is open to anyone and everyone, like from any floor. So our dorms are split up into boy and girl, uh, our floors, not our dorms. But I mean that, wait, you get it. Our floors are split up into boy and girl. So let's say like I live on the fifth floor and then the next floor up, I think is the girls floor and then the, the floor up is a boys floor seventh boys floor can come down to the girls open lounge pretty much at any time i think but yet we're not allowed to have um open dorm which open dorm is time where like the guys can come down and visit the dorms like as long as we like keep the doors open and stuff like that it just doesn't make sense to have that rule taken away if the guys are going to be on the floor anyways the amount of times that the guys are on our lounge floor i don't think that i have stepped up there and there has been a time where it's been only girls the whole time that i've been at college the whole is it two weeks three weeks i don't know but it just kind of makes me feel like that's kind of a stupid rule because it's like okay our lounge is open and a lot of people are gathered in one place where it could easily spread whereas your dorm is one controlled place and i get they're trying to minimize it and they're trying to be smart about it in some way but it's like is that really helping anything because the whole point was to not try to socialize at all but here we are socializing 10 times more than i feel like we would have if you had just told people to only socialize within your dorm It just doesn't make sense. I feel like whoever made that is just on some... I just... I'm a hater. My brother Ethan was talking... Shout out to you, Ethan. Text me if you get this. Text me if you listen to this for real. I want to know if you do. You ever... You ever have a project? (laughs) You ever have a podcast and see if people genuinely listen? And you want to see if people genuinely listen? Ethan, if you're listening to this, text me. Hey, what's up? And I'll know for sure. (laughs) So my brother Ethan was talking about how there seems to be this unexplained, like unspoken rule of how people in college are just expected to be immature and not socially held to the same standard as adults. But yet we're in this insanely like adult environment where we should be. (laughs) And oh my gosh, it's crazy how real that is. Um, I'm surprised that the semester is going by this smoothly, even though it's only been like three weeks. Just because I just feel like 
there are a bunch of people that are going to ruin it for sure. <laughs> I'm just kind of waiting on it. But I also think having being in a small Christian campus also really helps. I think, let me just end this thing off on saying, on a very positive note, college has made me a better individual and helped me realize the value of an education um, when it comes to what I want to pursue, but also makes me think more selectively about who I want to be around and overall kind of helps me think critically and analyze what I'm consuming. I love college and the way that it does that for me. I feel very confident in what I've learned and I love majority of my classes and I love being a comm major so much and I fully accredit that to being in school. And I'd say if you're really struggling through high school or if you struggled through high school, it gets better. And that's all I have to say. I value that and I could not recommend it anymore. Your call has been forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine is not available. At the tone, please record your message. When you have finished recording, you may hang up or press one for more options. I really, really hope that you took away at least one thing of value and you let me know exactly what that is. If you want, you can email me at ruthstruthspodcast at gmail.com or follow me on Instagram at maryruthj. And if you want, you can help support this podcast and all of the creative energy and all of the time I put into it. But if you do, the link is in the podcast description and I'll see you in the next episode.